Hi, this is the Social Jello with Angelo show. My name's Angelo. I'm a social scientist, surfer, martial artist, and a whole lot of other things. Coming to you live from Kasai City, Japan, the Social Jello with Angelo show. What's up, and welcome to Social Jello with Angelo. I'm here with Ron Esteller, as you saw in the title of this podcast. What is the Kajukembo Gaylord Method? Now, I don't, it's a work in progress whether that's going to be the exact title, but it will be around that theme. Now, where is this coming from? This is part of a series that I'm putting together, and it's based off of this question. Uh, this question comes from a Kajukembo practitioner, um, and he contacted me on Reddit. Thank you very much. I don't know his name because he didn't say it. But anyway, he says, hello. Okay, well, we'll say his Reddit name. Uh, Aromatic Illustrator 7. Hello, I just started training in Kajukembo here in Southern California, and I'm 45 years old, and I have a black belt in judo. I'm curious, do you have a video explaining what's the differences between the Emperado method, the Garcia method, Tumpai, Gaylord method, etc.? What makes each of these styles different? Is one better than the other for true self-defense? Now, I'm not going to say how I answered it for him, <laughs> but because that's that's now on my guest's uh, response. I'm sorry. Sorry, Rod. Hey, welcome. <laughs> we no set you. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So that's the question. That's why it is under the Q&A with, with Angelo, and it's under the Social Jello with Angelo podcast, and it's part of the Kaju Kimbo series. It's like a triple whammy. Because that guy's questions has that guy's question had a lot of layers. So I am going to ask Ron to give an answer from the Gaylord perspective for that question. And from here, I'm handing over things over. Oh yeah, I should probably say who Ron is. Should have said that first. So <laughs> Ron Steller is coming out of the 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 Bay Area. He teaches Kaja Campbell. He is from the Gaylord Method. Official title. SGM is that is that a, did I say that right? Official title GM. I go okay. by. Okay. Yeah, I'm a GM. teacher. That's all I am. And okay, okay, that's what I like. And then for those of you that this is your first show, and you're like, "What's a GM?" Uh, it's it's a title is Grandmaster. There's a whole other podcast I want to do about titles and Kaju Campbell and stuff. Today's not the day for that. We'll just say that Ron is a respectable member of the Kaju Campbell community, and what he says, yeah, I I personally feel has a lot of legitimacy. So, Ron. <laughs> Oh, well, once again, thank you for having me yet again, and uh, much appreciated. Um, the Gaylord Method, it definitely is a little bit different than the Imperato Method in somewhat in philosophies and, and a lot in technique. Um, there's various reasons for that, um, but let's, let's go why it was the Gaylord Method in the first place. Um, I think, and I feel, and I was there, 68. Gaylor was kind of the first ones of that group to go off and call himself professor. Um, that broke a lot of, I don't know, I want, I want to say traditions, but let's just say a lot of people weren't happy with it. Um, that was done by his students. So that is a bridge that was crossed and apparently has been crossed a couple of times in our illustrious history. But Gaylord was one of the first to break off and call himself professor. Um, and the reason he broke off is because uh, he didn't necessarily agree with the Imperato's way of doing this, meaning a lot of this was going on back in those days. And, and, and we know how that works. And, and um, 
And Gaylord just wasn't going to deal with that. So he just broke away. And our actual techniques are different because number one, he didn't, he was training at the Kaimoki YMCA with Pauli Soronio and, and, uh, and Joe Emperado, which they were doing things a little bit different. I'm sure John Hackelman has much more to say about that. So I'll let him talk on that one when it's time. Um, and Gaylord came here and he may not have had everything that they were doing, but he was a really good blank filler and he filled in a lot of blanks. Now, the reason we have the curriculum that we do is because of the generation before me. Um, Rich Menenti, uh, um, Juarez, Jim Juarez, um, Max Palin, all that lineage before me uh, kind of put this together better because he never taught anything the same way twice. And learning that way was very difficult if you wanted to progress through the ranks because it was different every time. So those guys kind of like put it together. That, again, that was probably one generation before me. By the time I got there, a lot of the curriculum was was set, but Gaylord did change things and add things throughout the years that I was there as well. That was the innovator that he was, but he also knew he didn't know everything and was really, really open to other people, learning from other people, adding it to our style, telling us to go out and learn different things and bring it back and work together, which we did. One of the reasons I think the Gaylord method was strong and stayed strong is because we got together every month for 30 years. Every month he would teach us for 20 bucks. I mean, you know, he made a little, little extra cash that way, but it wasn't much. You don't learn from somebody of that caliber for 20 bucks, you know, and um, that's because he felt that way about us and we felt that way about him. So it was no problem giving up 20 bucks for every class. Um, we learned so much from him, and uh, you know, that's that's all I can say about that that part. Um, it it definitely was interesting. He hit hard, and he hit us hard and often. Um, he was till the end. He was still going down the line, punching everybody, kicking everybody. The the two handed punches that he was famous for, sending us through the walls. Um, that that was him. It was an experience training with him and around him. Um, there are a lot of people that, that were there before me and a lot of people there that were there after me that are no longer around. So we know how that works, right? Yeah. Okay. So going, so there's a lot of history there. Now, I guess, what would you say, kind of looking at his question and breaking it apart, I guess, what would you say, knowing, knowing, and without, I know, I know this is, this is like a, I mean, the poor guy who asked me this question, he's, he's like a, I think he, I think he said he was a yellow belt. Um, <laughs> like he's, he's, he's new. He's, he's, he's older, but he's, he's new to Kaji Kembo and he's trying to kind of figure things out as, as, as kind of a newer guy in Kaji Kembo. And um, I guess without getting you in trouble, <laughs> As we talked about earlier, and I told him the same thing. Like you know, it's hard to it's hard to put a value statement like that as far as like what's good for true self defense. 
But I guess what I'd rather say is because we because one of the things I want to mention is we're all Ohana. Maybe you think you maybe you like let's say let's say let's, let's just look at this as a pizza. All Kajukembo guys, let's say all Kajukembo guys love pizza. Yeah, we all love pizza, but we love different toppings. Maybe some of us like pineapple on our pizza, even though some people feel that oh pineapple's the worst, right? So, like, but we all agree that we like pizza. We all kind of just it's all good. <laughs> so let me just put it that way before we go to this next section of the question. But what would you say are the differences? Like knowing, because I know you've cross-trained, I've cross-trained with you, and I'm sure you've met lots of other people from the other methods. What's something that kind of stands out that's very specifically Gaylord method? He was known for his chi work, and he would work us trying to develop chi as well. He would have to lay us down on the on the ground and you know try and make our bodies really heavy and have some of us come up and try and lift up. So, you know, I mean, he was really good at it. The rest of us, <laughs> we tried, but none of us were him, you know? So, uh, um, but again, going back to, to trying different things. I mean, he exposed us to the Gracie's in like 91, 92. Um, he brought Hickson in for, a, a, a number of series of of uh, seminars because he he knew that was valuable he knew that'd be valuable for us and you know some of us took it and ran with it tom theophanopoulos ended up with the brain jiu-jitsu people and got his his black belt through there um, i ended up training more with the dons on people so that added to my jiu-jitsu so um you know, he he opened that door for us. He opened our minds. And, and I think maybe maybe that's the best thing he gave us was the ability to open our minds, our hearts, and train and just shut up and go train. You know, and, and that was one of his his little things, you know, just shut up and train. And just to put it out there to my listeners who might, they come from different backgrounds, maybe not even Roger Campbell. Um, I did visit uh ron's studio this last uh winter during december and i got to roll with one of the don the owl boy can you say it for me i'm gonna mess it up don zanru okay don zanru jiu-jitsu and i know it's a very uncommon style of jiu-jitsu there's a whole episode i did with him um i don't know if i'll have time later to put the video link here but if you just type in what is don zanru jiu-jitsu a lot of videos will come up and you might even find one with me and ron um now i can personally say i have a purple belt in gracie baja jiu-jitsu Brazilian jiu-jitsu, to be specific, and I rolled with the Danzanru jiu-jitsu guy to kind of see and assess what is Danzanru jiu-jitsu all about, how can how can I fit it in with the Brazilian jiu-jitsu paradigm, and I can say that it fits really well. The guy knew what he was doing. He was able to keep he was able to keep good pressure from the top the whole time, um, and he was he was an older guy. He was an older guy too, so like he was he was able to keep up. We did a five minute kind of a five minute free rolling session, and he did he did a good job. So like. For anybody kind of wondering like what my opinion is and how that works, it's a it's a legitimate grappling style, in my in my opinion, as a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Now, I don't want Ron to deviate too much from our original topic. I just wanted to add to what Ron said. So, Ron, my final question for, for this short episode. Uh what um without that was a very <laughs> Like again, the guy said, which one's better for true self-defense? I'd rather kind of lean away from that and say more, what specifically in the Gaylord method do a lot of your guys like, or guys and girls 
ladies and gentlemen, women, men, or whatever you want to identify as. I'm not going to go with that, but I'm going to go too deep far into that title or that topic. Whatever your pronoun preference is, what do you think is a type of self-defense or what are their emphasis as far as self-defense? What are some of the things if you want to mention it? Scenario-based, working scenarios, working real-life scenarios, either from, you know, times of just being out there, you know, clubs or bouncing or, you know, he, he always was thinking multiple opponents and, uh, you know, and, and he would just, you know, work us multiple opponents like that. Uh, a lot of our um, self-defense, our punch counters and our grab counters, he would make a little bit more live sometimes, you know, put a little, you know, flavor to it and, and work with non-compliant partners. You know, it's it's easy to do stuff when your partner's compliant, um, you know, but not so much so when, when they're resisting. So, you know, which comes into the play of why and how hard he hit us to make us react exactly the way we're going to react with such strikes. He wanted to emphasize that this will happen when you do that, you know, and, uh, you know, there's, there's a big part of it right there. All right. I think that pretty much wrapped it up. Is there anything you want to add to answer his question or? Um, every one of the branches will have similar stories because each one of those what we call the pioneers, you know, Ramos, Habuna, Gaylord, the Coscos, Leoning, you know, all, 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 all six of those. A lot of times they say five. Remember, there is six, you know, and um, just uh, they all had their own flavor. And it was okay with C. Joe to pour your own flavor on it. You know, th there was no... Back in the day, you know, there was no set uh, numbers to anything. He just go, you know, go boss them up, go crank them, you know, get false cracks, you know. And it was just, uh, you know, take care of business. The sport aspect of the fighting came later for some some of our our brothers and sisters, and some just stayed to the to the letter of the law and and just did the, the techniques, just did the forms, and didn't add anything to the to the soup and that's okay too because it was a good soup in the first place you know everybody thinks they could do stuff better you know um i i i have gone through uh gary senior grandmaster gary four box tapes especially during covid when i was running out of stuff to teach the kids on zoom you know so we we started working the original method too some things i liked better from the original method some things i like better from what um, Gaylord did, you know, um, never throw anything out, keep everything, and then just, you know, use, use what works for you. And that's the best thing about Kaji right there is it allows us to be us, no matter what branch we come from. Yeah. So for anybody wondering, like I said, this is going to be a complete series, uh, different, different. Now I can't, I want to, I'm just going to throw this out there now. There's a lot of methods, right? Right now, Ron just mentioned the six pioneers, five or six. But if you start talking to people that do Kajukembo, there's more methods than just the core five and six. Like as time went by, because like you said, everyone had the freedom to do that. There was no, there's no, there's no piece of paper out there. In fact, before Sejo passed away, uh, I was there at those final meetings 
And one of the things that he kept talking about before he passed away was, I want everybody to have the freedom to do whatever it is that they want to do. That was his biggest emphasis before he passed. He really wanted to make sure that before he passed away, everybody had the freedom to do whatever it is they wanted to do, which is why I personally love Kajikem. We have a lot of freedom. Now, there's problems with that. <laughs> there's problems with that, but I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to say I that. will. <laughs> I will. Everybody wants to be a chief and nobody wants to be an Indian. That's that's the only way I'm going to put it. You know, they, they, they were six chiefs and those should have been our chiefs. And everything else comes almost everybody that does Kajikembo, at least on the mainland, comes one of those six people. Now, overseas, that's another story. But even there, not so much. I mean, Senior Grandmaster Christian Wolf comes from Alva Costcos. Hello. You know, um, there's other people that ended up under directly under Sijo that, you know, that uh, claim heir to the throne as well. You know, and and it's fine. You know, I, I'm fine being an Indian, you know, because somebody's got to shoot those arrows. <laughs> I was like, I just do Kaji Kembo. I mean, and, that, that, and for you, uh, like I said, I don't have your, your real name and you're listening to this. I just want to say, just focus on, on your training, focus on what you're doing, focus on, you know, you're, you, you're in the U.S., man. It's dangerous out there. I'm in Japan. It's not so bad here, but it's bad. I was out there. Yeah. I, 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 was, I, was, I was out there only for four weeks and I was reminded, oh, yeah, this is why I trained Kaji Kembo. There's <laughs> already have lots, <laughs> have lots of stories that I don't want to share right now because I don't have, I keep things short for this episode. But I will say just focus on your training, man. Um, yep. it's, all, it's all Kaji Kembo and make it, make it work. If you don't feel it works, make it work. Because mm-hmm. yeah, that's one thing we can say is allowed in Kaji Kembo. You make it work, man. Just make it work. All right. Ron, thank you very much for being on this episode of Social Jello Angelo. Thank you for listening. Hit subscribe, hit like, and keep up with the series. Like I said, I'm not going to do a bunch of them because I'm just going to stick to the core questions of this, the core answer to this question. He put et cetera. I'm not going to go to the et cetera. I'm just going to stick to those, the, the exact methods that he mentioned. That way he can get his answer. And so if you can get your answers as well. But I am telling you, there is more episodes on the way. Talk about the Garcia method talk about the Tumpai method and to talk about the Emperado method. There's three specific more episodes that I'm going to do about this. And then after that, uh, I got to go back to everything else I have to do because I have a lot of stuff in store. So <laughs> thank you very much. Catch you all later. <laughs> Peace.